Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, we don't want to wait any longer before we get to a very interesting Kyle Shanahan conference call today where he talked, obviously, about Brock Purdy. He even mentioned the possibility of Baker Mayfield being out there. But, of course, as he usually does, Kyle began with detailing all the injuries coming out of yesterday's win against the Dolphins. Injuries, Jimmy, with his broken foot. Still doing a lot of testing. He's got to talk to some foot specialists. I don't really have any new information on that, but the same as what I told you guys yesterday. Son Ridgeway, he has a pec strain. Surgery's not needed, but he'll be out for a while, and most likely six to eight weeks. Tarverius Moore had a knee sprain. He'll be out a few weeks. Um, and Nick Bosa had some hamstring irritation. We'll manage him throughout the week. Uh, did you have a chance to, to catch up with Jimmy and, and just kind of see how he's doing and kind of plot out his future, I guess? Uh, yeah, I, I just... We all checked on him last night, and then he was in here for the team meeting today. So we have, he was in good spirits today, came to the team meeting, so we got to see everybody, and we all got to talk to him a little bit here. Kyle, how would you assess the emotions of the team after everything that's happened over the last 12 hours? Um, I mean, the, the team's in a good spot. I, you know, I think everyone is very real emotional for Jimmy. I mean, our guys always take that stuff pretty. It hits home with all of them, not just at the quarterback position, but all the positions. That's always all of those guys' biggest fears. Um, so, but a lot of that stuff we hit up last night, we were able to see him today, but um, the guys are pretty positive today and upbeat and um, we'll be ready to go for next week. Now, you and multiple uh, players mentioned the idea that Brock is um, gutsy, for lack of a better word. When did you kind of first notice his willingness to, you know, kind of take chances and put himself out there uh, when you were evaluating him? Really, and the reps that he got when he was here in OTAs, he got such so few reps. You know, Nate um, and Trey got the majority of them and Brock would get about two to four a day, whatever that was at the time. And um, when he went in, he was, he was just so aggressive in all his decisions. He didn't know a lot at first and, but whatever he knew, he applied it and did it aggressively and never hesitated. And um, whenever you can see that clear, aggressive type of play in a quarterback early on, it was impressive. And the more he's learned, I still feel like it hasn't taken away from him. Uh, with Josh Johnson, what was it about him that made you think about bringing him in? Um, I mean, just having him here in 2020 um, for that last month of the year, uh, we got to see a lot of him just as a player, um, which we like the player, but more importantly, we really like the guy. I mean, he, he's got, I think that's why he's been around for so long and so many places continue to bring him back because he is a natural leader. Um, guys like playing with him. Guys like playing around him. Um, he has a skill set that can go in and give you a chance to win. Um, and the person we really believe in and feel fortunate to get him back here. Uh, do you guys have uh, any interest in pursuing Baker Mayfield on the waiver wire? Um, I mean, we look into everything, but um, that was, I mean, that surprised me right now, and we got to discuss more this afternoon and stuff. But, you know, I've always been a fan of his, but feel real good about our players, and we'll look into everything, but I feel pretty good with where we're at right now. Uh, when, when you put Brock into the game uh, yesterday, how much of what the offense was stuff that was game plan specific versus – um, maybe some of the vanilla stuff that uh, maybe goes back to training camp in the preseason. No, I mean, nothing changes when he goes down. It was the exact same stuff that 
you know, go, you don't go back to the vanilla stuff. You go to exactly our game plan, and he, you know, he prepares for that all week. He he did a good job being prepared for that. And I took a hat off to Clay and um, to to Brian, um, Greasy and Kubiak, just because they work with him throughout the week. You don't always get to see him do the reps, but that's why they stay after with him and go over all that stuff. And and a credit to him to be ready to come in. But anything that had to adjust throughout the game, that was adjustments that we had to make on game day for schematic situations, not because of our quarterback. Well, you mentioned that Josh Johnson has spent at least a month with you before. I, I know all cases are different, but would it be tough to look, consider bringing in a quarterback who had not ever really spent time under your under you and with this team? Um, yeah, it makes it it makes it a lot harder. But sometimes you don't have that that luxury. Um, I mean, we would definitely do that if we felt there was a viable guy out there. Um, but that's really tough in, in this situation. So. Um, you always want to go for the guy who gives you the best chance to win, and you take in a lot of um, factors into deciding that, but having familiarity with what we do and um, allows the guy to pick up on it pretty fast because it's not like whoever you bring in, you give a ton of reps to. Um, Trey got all of our reps when he was when he was up, and then when he went down, Jimmy got them all. And, you know, Brock hasn't got any first-team reps here, and I don't even know if he has this year yet, um, or at least since training camp. Um, so it'll be the same for um, Josh when he comes in. He'll run the scout team and do all that, but he's got to sit there and prepare the same way that Brock has been doing. And um, I know that we got a guy who is familiar with it and capable of doing that. Kyle, with Brian Greasy, Brock said yesterday that Brian said to him, you know, let's roll, like, here we go. How helpful is it for him to have someone like that who's been through it, especially in this kind of situation? I think it's real good. I mean, yeah, everyone tries to talk, you know, everyone tries to give them advice and stuff, but anytime um, the guy that you're with day in and day out um, that you're in the foxhole with who's actually gone through it, I think it's huge. I mean, it's, you know, Brian has had a lot of success in this league as a player and he had to go through a lot of adversity as a player. Um, and he's had to come in and, I mean, he's the one who had to come in and fill in for John Elway. So you talked about some pressure there and things like that. So good to have him where he can calm him down a little bit in games and just bounce stuff off of him. But Brian's done a real good job with those guys. Can you circle back and describe this? You said Jimmy was in good spirit. So I'm just kind of, I guess we kind of know how Jimmy is, but did that kind of surprise you considering how serious of an injury it was and just, just kind of what interactions he had? No, I mean, I mean, when a guy gets hurt in the middle of the game, I'm sure he had a real rough night last night. And then, he spent most of the night with his family. He's got his brothers and his parents here, or people who great family who's very close with. And I'm sure it was rough. But you know, Jimmy came in today and um, was upbeat. It's not like he's positive about all that stuff, but he, it's a big deal. He's hurting, but it was good to see him today, just being positive and be able to give him a hug and stuff like that. And all the guys see him because his journey starts coming back from this. Um, which won't be a problem. He'll come back, no problem. Um, football's tough. A lot of these guys have gotten big injuries before. When they do, it's crushing. I mean, I can go back to myself and remember my big injuries, whether it's college or high school. And I mean, you would have thought the world ended, but then you learn that's part of the sport and you start to get a rehab plan and you go attack it and uh, you get ready for the next opportunity. Kyle, have you been informed how many bones Jimmy broke? Uh, have you been informed how many bones Jimmy broke in that foot, and has it been described to you as a Liz Frank injury? That's why that's why they're still trying to work through it. I mean, they were talking about that a lot last night, but it seems like that they're starting to believe that it isn't. Um, so that that is good news, but um, it's not all for sure done yet. So some specialists got to finalize it. So we don't want to give you guys any false information, but they're discussing all those things. But we're feeling like it's starting to get better than that. So we'll see when we get the official information.
Bradford described himself as a perfectionist. He was on the sidelines kind of talking about how he could do things better to people like George Kittle. Uh, at what point is do you find that he's at a good point in that type of thing? I know being too much of a perfectionist can be detrimental. I, I think he's got the perfect demeanor in that. I mean, he's, he's hard on himself, and it's not phony. He believes that he can make any play, and he believes he should make the right play. So if he doesn't make it the right way, he is disappointed in himself because he believes he's capable of doing that. And then so do we. So I love someone like that because they're, they're not going to take the easy way out. They're always going to put the pressure on themselves. And that's what gives him an opportunity to reach his max potential. And I think he's done that his whole life. And that's what's got him to this moment. And um, that's what's going to keep him um, going the right direction going forward. Al, a team has never won a Super Bowl with its third string quarterback. Obviously, you don't want to have your two first two quarterbacks uh, get injured. Is there an element of uh, not excitement, but uh, this is a unique challenge. Is there something to it as a head coach and an offensive play caller that's also exciting? Uh, I want to say exciting. I mean, our goal is that every year. And I just think we got a really good team who's worked our butts off to get in this position where we're at now. And we got a lot more football left. And um, I know it's, it's a real big loss um, starting with Trey, but then the, the huge loss losing Jimmy last night. And that is a big deal, but I do also know if I, I do also believe our team's built for this and um, we're going to go out there and play football the best we can every week. Um, that's what we've done so far. And that's what we're going to continue to do moving forward. And I look at Brock in that position. And I think anyone who's seen Brock in this building looks at Brock in that position. Um, no one thinks any differently than we have all along. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.